0: Knight's order as they straighten at the 300 metres from New Marion non-conformist. Smoke and Roman starting back to the inside and Gold Trip is now chiming in very strongly at the 200. Gold Trip up to New Knight's Knight's order. And then came Durston getting out. Gold Trip, 100 metres to go just in front. Durston is coming at Gold Trip and got up. Durston has got up to win it for Mickey D from Gold Trip Photo. Uh,
1: absolutely brilliant call there by Matt Hill. And yep... I was on Gold Trip. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, well done to Durston who got the money. And well done to our next guest. His name is Andrew Hawkins. He has a range of roles inside the racing industry, thoroughbred industry, media industry, but he's also a part owner of the Caulfield Cup winner, Durston. I'm going to say hello to him shortly. But he made news. He went viral because. He... because he took it so well and he was so calm <laughs> and uh, was just really took it in his stride. He was watching the race in Sydney where he was working. So he wasn't even Caulfield, he was up at the Everest and he was being filmed watching the race. <laughs> Have a listen to this. Come on, Mickey. Come on, Mickey.
0: Get him out, Mickey. Come on, Mickey. Come on, Durston. Come on, Dustin! Come on, Dustin! Come on! Come on! Yes! Yes! Yes!
1: Yes! Yes! Woo! Yes. Oh, well done, At this stage, he's on one knee. Yeah. He's on the ground. He's proposing to no one. <laughs> there was a young couple standing behind and he looked at him and went... This guy's weird. Yeah, yeah, they're just slowly backing away, <laughs> not <weren't>
0: they?
1: <laughs> Andrew Hawkins, congratulations, legend. That was absolutely
0: brilliant. Well, I was just saying like completely calm and rational. What can I say?
1: <laughs> when you look back at it, have you got any recollection of carrying on like that? <laughs>
0: Uh, very vague. My, my biggest recollection, funnily enough, is because, as you say, I was at Randwick and I'd, uh, in one of my roles that I was doing, I'd actually spoken to Clayton um, about two, three minutes before the, before the race um, because uh, that was the only chance I had to get Clayton post the Everest and, and about giga kick. And so uh, we'd been down there, we chatted to to Clayton um, and then uh, Channel Seven uh, reporter over here was, uh, was was doing her interview, and I think I ruined that interview pretty badly with uh, <laughs> with the way that I was carrying on, but. Uh... You know, it was, it was such, a, such a, an incredible moment. And, and for, for that horse, who he's uh, had quite the journey, that horse. And, and so to, to see him actually actually prevail, um, I'm sorry about that gold trip. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it's all it right. <laughs> it was, it was, it was an, an incredible moment for us. And, you know, I can't wait to see uh, what happens at Flemington in a couple of weeks. What were your genuine thoughts and expectations going into the race? Well, to be completely honest, we actually had had, had a chat with Chris on uh, Friday, uh, Chris Waller, about whether we scratch Durson and go to Geelong on Wednesday. Um, there was there was every expectation that Maximal, who was eventually scratched, would come out of the field, which would give Durson a start. Um, but we just didn't know how that track was, was firming up uh, because obviously there'd been a lot of rain there in Melbourne uh, late last week and uh, more rain than expected on Wednesday. If Thursday was expected to be bad, and it was. Um, credit to the Melbourne Racing Club that it managed to get up to a soft six in the end. But uh, we just didn't know whether it would get out of that heavy range and if it did, whether it, would, it how it would race. And so so we genuinely uh, thought on Friday night we were probably going to scratch regardless. And then Saturday morning came around, Chris made the decision. Um, the known the, the owners are great. They, they trust Chris's judgment. And the judgment was, look, why not run? Um, hopefully we can run fourth, fifth, sixth, and, and hopefully it's that flashing light run that, that comes out of the Coral Cup every year looking towards the Melbourne Cup. Um, and, and to be frank, when, when uh, Mickey D's pulled him over, over heels, I was thinking that was still going to be the case. And and when I started screaming there, I think I was getting excited just about the fact that, that he was that, that flashing light run that you look for every year. Um, and then it just kept getting better and better and, and <laughs> obviously culminated with that that last sort of couple of stride win.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Andrew Hawkins, our guest, part owner of the Caulfield Cup winner, Durston. And you've got a, a number of roles. Just in a snapshot, I know you've got lots of things to cover off. What are the role your roles inside the racing media thoroughbred industry, just for, for our listeners?
0: Yes. Yeah, so quick snapshot, um, I, I run my own business over here and, and I have a number of different clients. So um, basically four pillars to it, content, research, consulting, and also um, uh, sort of race planning um, as well with some stables. So I uh, do a few different things. Um, I've, ha- I've had a number of different roles, uh, both here in, in Australia and abroad um it's actually quite funny because uh, again I, I, my dream's always been to, to get into sort of broadcast and to, to go down that route and um that actually stems from stems from you tim i remember the 97 cup which was the first cup i really got into and it was tim uh, uh, there in the betting ring uh, and he's there talking about an australian media mogul um uh, having having large bets on on might and power and the money just rolling in for might and power and uh, I, I think I had my 50 cents each way on Martin Power, which uh, <laughs> I think it was three bucks a little bit. It's Kerry no, Packer, it was-
1: and the story goes that I didn't name him, and then I got called over to the bookmaker, because in those days they were ringing in their bets, yeah. and I got called over to the bookie that he was ringing and got told to name him in my next cross. He said, grow some balls, mate. You can mention my name.
0: It was the most terrifying time of my my, my life. I remember it vividly for, as a as a viewer, and uh, I you know ever since then I just that that thrill that excitement I've always wanted to get into racing media. Um, ever since that moment, so so you know, Tim, you've had a you've had a very important uh, important role in my life, oh, and no. as I say, 25 years later, yeah. we're now we're now here. I've I've uh, had a very. Successful media career. I've been over, overseas here in, in, in Australia in, in many different facets and now a Caulfield Cup-winning owner. It's just, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't now. Good to wow. see one of
1: us has kicked on since uh, 1997 yeah, then anyway. Yeah, no, you're an inspiration, gosh. <laughs> I, I can't believe this. I can't believe this, Andrew. I was really happy for you before and now you've sort of lost a bit of shine for mine. But anyway, uh, where, to, where to for the horse now,
0: mate? Is it, uh, yeah. you know, it cup-bound? Yeah, he's got bound. Um, yeah, I thought that might be the case, Scott. <laughs> we break, uh, look, yeah, he's heading to the, heading to the Melbourne Cup. Uh, uh, I spoke to Chris afterwards. Chris was also obviously in Sydney because he uh, had nature strip. And so so uh, got him afterwards. As uh, I'm sure most people are aware, Chris is a, a pretty reserved character. Look, he does let his emotions show. But uh, to, to me, the, the fact that... Uh, or the the, the the evidence that it was so important to him that Corfield Cup win was that he gave me two hugs, and I've never before. So he was he was emotional, and and he said uh, when I asked about the Melbourne Cup, he said uh, bloody oath.
1: Alright. Well, what the, about that's f- what about for
0: you though, Andrew? What yes. about for you? I mean, you
1: you you won a Corfield Cup while away in Sydney. Are you going to I continue not- that, or are you going to? you know, mess with form and mess with karma and go to Melbourne and watch?
0: Well, look, I would probably normally stay away, but thankfully I've got some work that I need to do down uh, during Melbourne Cup Carnival. So I'm down from next weekend in Melbourne, which will be good. Uh, I get to be there for the lead up. Uh, Look, I would normally be superstitious, but thankfully I was there when he won the Wyon Cup. I was there when he won the Newcastle Cup. So, hopefully uh, I might just be that little bit of uh, extra luck that might help him overcome a penalty that he will get uh, today or tomorrow. Mate,
1: it is one of the great stories. Uh, It's gone viral, your reaction, and it (laughs) it shows what it means. I mean, you're in the racing industry, and to see that, you know, you're you know, a couple of thousand kilometres away up there in Sydney, but you were watching it on the telly. It was captured brilliantly. Your emotion was fantastic. And I know you've drunk out of the Caulfield Cup since, so uh, that's a, a wonderful achievement. Enjoy the build-up to the Melbourne Cup, and thank you for taking time out, and, and thank you for providing us with one of the great moments of the weekend. It was great. It was fun to watch. Thanks so much, Tim, Scotty. Cheers. Andrew Hawkins, part owner of the Caulfield Cup winner, Durston. And, well, it's just another one I've helped in their career. Oh, I can't (laughs) believe what I just heard. I can't believe it. Scotty and guys for breakfast.